and I have no well because I don't you know my sense like I don't know about my sense of time but like I freaking first met you when like you still had the shop in the little Tokyo mall and the arcade was still alive that was so that was it. yeah yeah oh my god yeah that was 2008 yeah <laughs> yeah because that was the first shop yeah yeah which uh i don't know i don't know i look back on the decisions i made for my business and uh, i wonder about myself eh, that's fine like you gotta get lucky in uh in in our super capitalism economy well yeah there is certainly an amount of fortune and luck but you also have to start with a lot of money because you have to be underwater for three years and you can't yeah. choose to start your business in a clearly dead mall <laughs> i mean you were right next to an arcade that's the thriving heartbeat of the hip young crowd yeah, yeah. if you're living in 1988 <laughs> that arcade was so cool i miss it it really was, yeah. The Japan Arcade, and it got taken over by a guy who I happen to know who I thought was going to take good care of it, but uh, I, I don't know. Like, he either just kind of wanted the stock or he also made a miscalculation. Yeah. Probably both. Anyway. Fuck it. I was doing a test recording, but let's just get started. I don't think Arthur's going to respond to me, and I'm going to have words with him about that. I mean, maybe he'll drop in. Yeah, maybe. I'll go ahead. Yeah, last ten actually. minutes. Hmm? But whatever. Yeah, he'll probably I'll, drop in like the last ten minutes. I'll just text him. Okay. Oh, um, I'm. I heard this muttering in the background, and I'm like, "What is that?" And then I realized I haven't turned off Genshin Impact yet. Okay. The, the hot new game, everyone's. Losing all their money too. I think I saw that. What is that? It's so it's the latest mobile game gotcha trash. Okay, cool. That's all However, I need to know. Well, here's here's why it's special. Here's why it's special. <laughs> right? We we could actually we could actually I, I could wait. I can wait to tell you about Genshin when we start recording. It's it's a Oh we're recording actually. I oh, are we recording? I was going to do a test. And then I'm just like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm probably not going to air this anyway. So let's just go ahead and and let okay, him okay. pull the fucking and, cord. I've texted okay, yeah. Arthur. He will either join us or he will make an excuse later. Yeah, it was just heavily edited. If you want and put it no, so yeah, out of nowhere with this topic, right? Like Genshin Impact, it is the latest mobile game gotcha trash. However. They've taken, this is a unique beast because you take all of the predatory gotcha monetization, except instead of inserting it into a crap mobile game, you insert it into a really good Breath of the Wild-like game. Okay. And so it's mechanically and like functionally, it's really cool. It's got a really cool story. It's got your Zelda exploration mechanics. It's genuinely fun to play. But 
if you want to, you gotcha for like characters that fight differently and change your playstyle and whatnot. So, it, <laughs> everyone, people are losing money in droves because normally you have the whales who will just play the latest gotcha crap and everyone else is turned off by it. But if you take that and put it in a good game, you get the whales, but it also sucks in everyone else against their will. <laughs> Yeah, I've wondered about that for a while because I generally don't pay much attention to Android, like Google Play Store crap. I remember I saw a Simpsons game was coming out and I'm like, oh, that's fascinating. And it starts off and it's like, oh, hey, look, it's a, it's a goddamn uh, whatever the fuck it's called, idle clicker. or yeah. It wasn't an idle clicker, but it was one of those microtransaction-based games, and they were kind of mocking that. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm interested in this because it looks like a SimCity type. No, it's exactly one of those pieces of trash. And that was the See, point where I'm like, okay, so now EA is in on this game, and they are licensing real IPs to make these fake-ass games, which I think yeah. you have to have. I'll, I'll go on about this in a later episode, but... I've had rough thoughts about how I don't consider these to be games. I consider these to be interactive little doohickeys because they don't have enough actual game in them. Yeah. So it depends I totally, on the game. Like I'm feeling you, right? Mm -hmm. But here's the other kicker. This is this is formulated. This is like deviously it's so predatory, it's amazing. So, like, so, yeah, a, a pre predatory monetization mobile game, but in good game, plus this thing is cross-platform mm. like never before, because it's on mobile and PlayStation and PC. So everyone can get in on the gambling addiction. Mm. And it's, it's also going to be on Switch, so they're, they're going... It's like, yeah, this is unprecedented, basically. It's, it's fascinating because, actually, I think the market sort of started there. I, I think it's around the time I met you, I was playing a game called uh, Albatross 18. Uh, uh, Arthur's trying to call me. You guys right, talk boom. for a second. I'll answer him. Professional. Right. <laughs> so, Alex, are you in on this Genshin nonsense? Uh, like, what are you gaming? Are we talking about that type of nonsense, or...? I mean, any I mean, okay, first off, like, are you aware of Genshin Impact, and do you play? Yes. Because it's, it's the new hotness right now, okay. No, I haven't touched that yet. I've been tempted, but I don't got enough space. Okay, okay. And, yeah, it's... I would say do play it. It's, it's actually quite cool. Like, it's really fun, but... All right, he's on his way. <laughs> okay, cool. But yeah, if you're if you're highly susceptible to like not understanding why you suddenly have like twenty thousand dollars of credit card debt, like stay away. I never have spent a dime on any of that shit um, because I don't play them. Uh, like I was saying, yeah, I played Albatross eighteen, which was actually like a very good Hot Shots golf style game. Okay. Um, that was free on the PC, and then it was like, oh, do you want like really good gear? You can pay for that, but you could actually 
play through and kind of grind out decent gear just by playing the game too. And it's seen more commercial versions. Like we had a copy of Super Swing Golf Season 2, I think it was called, on the Wii. Huh. <laughs> and I, d- I don't know how that plays, uh, but I was looking at it and I'm like, oh, this is a... No, you know what it was called? It was called Panya on the PC. Albatross 18 was yet another version. There's at least three versions of this fucking game. Um, okay. And I know I've, I've seen... never heard of a golf pay to pay to win or pay to advance faster. Yes. Game. And then there was a Spartacus free to play game on the PS3, I think, that I played a little bit of before I was like, eh, okay, good. Um, and I think at this point, kind of Microsoft is getting known for jumping into that field a bit but i i heard that from a jim sterling video and i don't really remember what he was talking about yeah well this this right here genshin is broken the ice for because it was hereby unprecedented to have gotcha mobile mechanics in your triple a pc games not not strictly unheard of but it you had like gambling, like loot boxes in your PC games, mm-hmm. and then you had straight up hard gotcha in your mobile is, games. Is he just calling me directly? Is he calling you right now? <laughs> he's, he's giving me a, a Discord call now. I don't. I'm going <laughs> to. Tell him to get up in here. Yeah, I, I'm going to DM him. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, this this sort of. That the ice has been broken now. Like the the glacier has cracked, and now this. If you were worried about big, big games going into the mobile style monetization, like this has showed that it's possible, and that it's possible to make lots and lots of money to it. Well, I'm excited because I have been very much looking forward to stopping gaming completely and this this is just what i need to push me out of the hobby. oh are you trying to are you trying to <laughs> you're trying to get out you're trying to graduate from gaming i i'm not but uh i was playing a lot less and then the pandemic hit and uh now i'm playing more again i'm playing yeah. a lot more i had yeah. to i had to get to the point where i was like okay i gotta wake up and i've got to do so many things. I've got to use Mark Twain's eating lots of frogs method to actually get productiveness back into my day. <laughs> yeah, and that yeah, is like, yeah. that's based on a Mark Twain quote where he says, if you wake up and the first thing you do is eat a bunch of frogs, everything else in your day cannot be that bad. Yeah. So you get the the worst tasks done first. I wake up, I do like a, a logistics lesson. I do my German lessons. I write three pages. I exercise. I clean up around the house a bit. Then I'm allowed to play games. Okay. Okay. Like responsible adulting. I like it. Sure. You can call it that fucking millennials. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Arthur, you here? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Oh, Hey, Nate. Arthur, Evan, yeah, Evan, was... Arthur, the both of you have probably met Alex. Um, yeah. Evan was telling King us about... Burrito! Yes. Yes. Uh, Evan was right. regaling Hello. us with uh, how the free-to-play model was getting to AAA with uh, Genshin Impact. Yeah. I have a like... lot of friends that do voices for that. <clears throat> oh, yeah? 
Yeah, I'm a voiceover artist. Oh, that's cool. That's something I've always wanted to freaking try, but I'm too, too lazy, probably, to start. It oh, does take snap. some effort. It really does. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah. So, something, you have to, something you have to just really be stubborn about and can continue to do it because the industry is always wanting to weed out the people that... Because everyone is told, oh, you have a good voice by somebody who doesn't know anything about voiceover. You have a good voice. You should do voiceover. I should do voiceover. <laughs> 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 it's just all like... I can act. Arthur, can I can <laughs> yeah. I ask you a question? Sure. I know you've always been interested in that, but did you really take off on that when I took you on that mystery shop of the Warner Brothers studio? Because I remember at that point, that's kind of when things started happening there. Let's see. What year was that? Uh, I don't it recall. Like that was, it seemed like that was maybe 16, 2016. I think it was earlier than that. I yeah. think that was 2015 or so. That's when, yeah, that's definitely when I was, I really, I really first really started trying to get into it 2014. Yeah, because and they then, took um, us, they took us into that booth and we recorded voices for that Swords of Shannara's series, whatever the hell that was called. Oh, okay. I have okay. not heard of that. It was based <laughs> on some novels, I think. I think I'd heard of these novels, but, um... Yeah, we took this $200 tour of uh, the Warner Brothers studio, saw all the Batmobiles throughout history. Um, mm -hmm. And nice. then at the end, they're like, hey, why don't you come in here and record some orc and elf screams for this huge battle in this uh, CG embarrassing CG nightmare fantasy show. <laughs> and Arthur got really, really into it. And he was doing great. And I was kind of embarrassed to be there. And uh, oh. I, was, uh, I was just wondering if that was the catalyst for you uh, just really diving into that. Oh, well, I mean, um, you know, course i have a degree in theater but i've been doing voices since i was 12 yeah and um yeah i did i didn't really i didn't really go pro till kind of around 2017 2016 2017 so i mean it's always something that i was really trying to do but yeah. like you know you can you stumble your way through things i mean i was really lucky early to um you know i was I got my agents basically by being an Uber driver because I, I would do voices for, you know, you never know who's in your car. And every now and then I'll try to do a voice or whatever and try to get get attention. So I did get attention by a lot of people that actually were in the industry. But a lot of times they were drunk and they're like, <laughs> hey, give me your card. Give me your card, bro. Yeah. Give yeah. me your card, bro. And then you never, of course, you never hear from. And, and as nobodies, like this, we we've wound up with people's cards where we're like, who the fuck was this? So imagine <laughs> yeah. what it's like for them. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, so this girl, she uh, she got me in really quickly with uh, Atlas and her Atlas talent, and that that like that basically was like a um, a cheat code <laughs> for so many okay. voiceover actors because like I basically skipped three four years of grinding <laughs> nice by by being able to get with atlas and meet almost like immediately early in my career mm. yeah yeah um yeah but uh yeah any anytime i get to go in a booth it's like it's magic time <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's awesome okay oh thanks what uh, do you guys do 
So I guess uh, I guess we can slow down and go down the uh, the format as I kind of envisioned it at this point since Arthur's here and Ar- that kind of settles as his introduction. But Arthur, what have you been up to this week? Oh well, um, well first of all, I'm I'm just getting over COVID. Just had COVID. And, Jesus. Um, I was lucky to, uh, that nothing serious happened. And I hope I hope nothing long term happens. Like I mean, this 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 such a yeah. insidious, insidious and mysterious and random, like um, uh, like horror, you know. So um, my I, my my daughter got it from me. My sister got it from me, and then like my daughter spread it her mom, and it's just it's just a nightmare. You oh know? snap! Uh, her her mom lost her sense of smell and taste, and. Uh, hopefully it comes back. Some people lost it for like more than six months, you know. Damn. Uh, yeah. Besides all the people, of course, that died. I mean, it's, it's it's really scary. I spent the whole year terrified about getting it. It was kind of a relief to actually get it. So I, you know, I got it now, and it didn't yeah. kill me. So. Well, yeah. Other than that, I, you I survived part home. one of it. <laughs> yeah. Th- thanks a lot for that. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, don't, I, I don't want to alarm you, but I also want you to, you know, be cautioned. Like, I think I read a story recently where a guy caught it the second time and it killed him. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not taking this light. I'm not taking this lightly. I know you're not. I know you're not. <laughs> yeah. If, like, if celebrate you your survival. you didn't wind up yeah. with a lung problem, you, you'd be pretty fucked for the next, yeah. I don't know, for a while. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, vaccine yeah, so, is like coming. It it is. Yeah. Well, no, it's it's here. I mean, the thing that sucks about it is like hearing all these stories about all the vaccines they're throwing away. It just makes you think about like all the food that. You know, it's just like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. What are like what what are we doing? People need it. Like like it's gonna help us if people take it. Why why are you throwing these things away? Oh well, the the person that the the person that was supposed to come get it didn't come up. So yeah, we did the rational thing and threw it away. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Um, Alex. Other than that, sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you short. Oh, I was just other than that. I've been teaching. I've been teaching uh, kids how to draw anime at home. I do. I teach online. Um, You're doing God's work. The. um, Mm Mm-hmm. The big voice acting bucks just to carry you so far. <laughs> well, I'm 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 on that show on Hulu right now. We're we're probably going to be recording in a, a couple of weeks. Yeah. What uh, show? It's the it's the continuance to Inuyasha called Yashahime Princess Half Demon. Oh, I heard Hulu. they were uh... more. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, I play Jubei. I'm the corpse demon dealer. Oh, nice. Yeah. So check me out on Hulu anytime. <laughs> cool. <laughs> if only Wait, I had Funimation got their hands on that. What do you say, Alex? Doesn't Funimation have their hand or owns the rights to that? Um, I think I think it's Funimation and Toei. Wait, oh, I forgot okay. the other. Forgot the other. But yeah, um, like they 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 always have representatives um, in in the booth when when we're doing the performances and stuff. Hmm. Neat. 
I'll have to talk about that more as we go on. Uh, you want to pitch to Alex? Yeah. Okay. Alex, introduce yep. yourself, buddy. Tell us what you've been up to. Not much. Trying to find work. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find work as a industrial electrician. Oh, crap. Huh. I mean, is it? Yeah. That I, seems like the kind of thing where it would be, like, there'd be super specific needs for it that you could kind of always find. But I, I know nothing about it, so... Like, I remember looking at it, and I think the problem is that it's kind of like every other thing right now, is that not only do they need you to have the specific education, which you have, but they also need you to have, like, 15 years of experience or something like that. Yeah, you want you to have, like, five-year experience with industrial factories, with food, that if you worked at a food plant and maintenance, or... I was like... Fuck, a lot of that shit's moving down to PLC, so it's all electronic now. Mm. I'm like, I got, like, I got, I can run, I can set up programs in PLC. Like, fuck it. Days of actual needing tool, all lugging around a tool case, those days are gone in industrial. Mm. It's moving all over. You're just carrying a little screwdriver. And little shit pliers, and that's about it. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, it's kind of hard. Your... I just keep stepping on people today. I'm sorry. Yep. Jerk. Well, I'm going to blame Alex for this one, because sometimes <laughs> it's like having a conversation with the sloth from Zootopia. He can take up to 10 seconds yeah. to respond, okay? Yep. <laughs> yeah, well. My bad. good what okay what else have you got to say alex come on um other than a few family members catching covid everything seems to be good going around here okay so is that uh family that you live with because you live with uh your parents at least one sister her baby No, it's just my parent, me, my parents, my one sister, and the other ones keeps nagging them to let her move in with her baby. <laughs> okay, but uh, has that been anybody in your immediate family that got it, or are you talking about relatives outside the house? Relatives outside the house. Okay, okay. Well, there's that at least. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's like, fuck. They don't spend that long in the hospital, like a couple of weeks. Hmm. Like, I'm glad they're okay. Don't know if about yeah, yeah. if they wound up with uh, lung damage because they get stuck on needing uh, oxygen. Hmm. So huh. possible yeah. lung damages that's, that's, there. That's what that's what I was really worried about because I have an asthma. Uh, so I was really I was really scared about that. All right, depression. Uh, Okay, yeah, this is we're, we're off to a just fantastic start. Bright, yeah. cheerful, totally awesome video games. The time we're living in, shit. Yeah, it is. It really <laughs> is. Depression really in video is. games. Yay. That's, they do kind of go hand in hand. Like I was saying earlier, I'm playing a lot more than I used to. Um, Evan. Yeah. Well, uh, there you go. Me. Yes. Uh, 
Well, maybe that explains why, you know, I I have to take meds for depression because I've been playing video games my whole life, <laughs> and <laughs> like since from from the time of five years old, uh, playing Super Mario Brothers one on the NES continuously until now, and no signs of slowing down. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's see. Yeah. So, but no, I'm. Uh, let's see. I'm probably. I'm the most uninteresting participant here. Uh, Bullshit. <laughs> That's I'm, Alex. I do. Yeah. I, I do nothing special. Uh, I. It's it's only extremely occasionally exciting. I, I I'm just a, a guard. Oh my god, do I need to pick out something to actually talk about you for you? Let's see. What is there? Uh, you're a brony, so that's always interesting. I am still a brony. You're, there you go. You got, you got what, the DJ Pinkie Pie shirt or whatever the hell it is? Vinyl scratch. Noise. Noise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, okay, so uh, hold on. Okay, I'll tell I'll tell the story about, about the... Vance, I know you remember the story about. I remember the, the story. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'll t I'll get to the story, but let me see. Quick intro, right? Um, let's see. Security guard who's been not working for the past couple of months because I got a little sciatica. Um, it's getting better. I'm almost back to full power. Yeah. Uh, Almost back to full HP, so I'll be able to work again soon. <laughs> uh, da, da, da. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I play like my my only joys in life are video games and anime. Uh, nice. So yeah, like I'm basically the guy you ask like if you if you want to know things about those two topics. Uh, Maybe not specific things, but sort of general philosophic e things. Like, I was just talking about Genshin Impact before everybody got here. Uh, Arthur. So, okay. So the story, <laughs> I guess. We can end my intro with the story, since okay. the, I teased it. We cliffhanged it. Cliffhung yeah. it. So, yeah, I was walking around Little Tokyo. Uh, I was with Vance. And we were walking down the street. I was wearing my vinyl scratch shirt because I'm a cool, hip-happening dude. Nice. And we're walking along one night. I forget where we were going. We might have just eaten because we went to... I forget the name of the restaurant. That one place. I'd always get the eel bowl. doesn't matter. So... We're walking down the street, Vance and I, and I'm wearing my shirt, and approaching from the opposite way, there's this rather large-looking, stereotypical AF, like, Latino dude, who looks as though, like, if you were going to come up with a stereotype description for, like, Cholo, right, it would be this dude. And... We're walking along, and we're going to do that thing where we bump shoulders, so I try to move over. And he moves over the same direction as me on the sidewalk, so i got to stop. And I'm like, oh, I thought it was one of those, oh, we both step the same directions like idiots. 
moments. So I go to step to the left to go around him. He steps to the left to match me. And I'm like, oh, I'm still like laughing it off. I step to the right. He steps to the right to match me. And now I'm like, okay, wait a minute. And at that moment, my mind goes from, oh, fun, fun accident of trying not to bump into each other to like fight or flight, right? And I say, do you think I'm local? <laughs> and and at that moment, <laughs> for better or worse, usually when I'm in one of those situations, my choice is fight more often than flight. So I'm starting to slowly curl my hands into fists, you know, preparing myself. And this guy just stares at me a long time. About 10 seconds of silence. And then he looks at me, he looks down at my shirt. And he holds out a fist, and he goes, Brohoof. <laughs> <laughs> and conveniently, I had already formed my hands into fists in order to brohoof him. So, this is... <laughs> that's, that's one of the fun times. Vance and I used to hang out a lot before like we moved physically too far apart to do so. You, you found your brethren. Yeah. It yeah. was great. And the, the lesson tribe. is Yeah, the lesson is don't judge people, don't judge a book by its cover. Or would you call mm -hmm. a bunch of bronies a herd? Like how does that work? Yeah, I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's the herd. I remember when you guys like invited me to that. I had never heard of that shit before. I didn't know there was a new series and like you and George are like, "Yeah, we're going to hang out, man. We're going to play some video games just to, you know, talk and uh, we're going to watch some episodes of My Little Pony." And I <laughs> And, and you went on to some other descriptors, and I'm like, pause and rewind. What just yeah, yeah, happened? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Listen, Vance, if you if you can't handle a grown ass man show like My Little Pony, <laughs> then you, you know get out of the kitchen. Well, I don't. <laughs> I don't know uh, who was it. Tara Strong. Uh, what's her name? Tara Strong. Tara Strong. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Like. You dudes chased her off Twitter. You know that, right? Hey, 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 hey. Okay. <laughs> that was... Those were the extremists. That was like... Uh, you know, that was that was the ISIS. We're, we're, the, we're the peaceful... Uh, there, there were dudes sending her porno of her My Little Pony character on Twitter. And it was, it was oh, weird. Wow. And I knew a guy who knew her who was talking about it. And I'm like, oh, that's great. That's See, that's the thing. Okay, okay. That is the thing. She she backed off Twitter undoubtedly for reasons like that. However, possibly it, it might have been simply due to like public, you know, PR like at that point because she also was pretty she was also kind of down. She was she was a huge bro at times. Like there was people I know there was a guy on YouTube and other lots of people on YouTube would just ask her for voice clips and she'd give it to him for like the YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. And I know my favorite example is this one guy. He said, Hey, can you, I don't know if you guys played lollipop chainsaw. I know. Uh, yeah, I remember that game. I remember, I remember that game. It's a, it's a game in which Tara strong voices this like sexy cheerleader zombie killer. Mm -hmm. Wait, and, that was her? 
Yeah. Yeah. And oh. um, so this one dude. <laughs> this one Alex dude. is like, I need to revisit that game. <laughs> I need to revisit it. For, for serious research purposes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there's this dude on YouTube, and he just goes, hey, uh, Tara. He, like, sends her an email, I guess. He's like, so could you could you do the lollipop chainsaw scene where uh, Juliet, I think the character's name was, does the could you could you you know record the welcome to my bedroom scene but in twilight sparkles voice oh, <laughs> and, no. and she walked and, into it and tara was just like oh yeah sure bro and just did it <laughs> knowing full well what was going to happen so tara was cool like she you know she yeah she probably got harassed off twitter but she was pretty cool she was down for mm. things you know but uh but yeah <laughs> what were we talking about <laughs> we were talking about just strong about and i think yeah uh, yeah i think i'm gonna take over before we go any further down this rabbit hole but uh okay okay my name is vance and uh hi vance hey yes i uh i'm basically the link here i think because i used to own that video game store and aside from Arthur, that's how I mostly met everybody. It is indirectly responsible for meeting Arthur as well, though, because Gabe, who introduced us, uh, found me through my game store. Alex and Evan also both found me through my game store. Evan, one of my favorites. Hey. Yeah, because of uh, just the despondency you called me <laughs> with one day out of the blue, just looking yeah, for a Yeah, you could tell it. Yeah. <laughs> Just, this just, was during the great Wii drought of uh, what year was this? 2008. Year? Yeah. So it was, yeah. The, it was the tail end of that. Like they were starting to to appear. Yeah. And, uh, but I had still searched long and hard. Yes. And I happened to have finagled it, like two of them out of a supplier. I had sold one. You called. And Evan just sounded like. He sounded like a guy who had been calling every game shop in town. Like he was down to this bullshit little place <laughs> in this in this disused, like piss smelling mall. You know the thing is, you were the last yellow pages entry oh that my there God. was. You actually found me in the yellow pages. Yes, I, I'm, the, I called... I'm not just the last one you saw. I was the last yellow pages entry ever. <laughs> right? <laughs> like I called I went to the yellow pages. I was so desperate. And I looked up. I think the categories I looked up were like hobby shop and like games and then like electronics. Mm -hmm. And I called every store under every of those three categories, all of those three in the yellow pages. You're the last one under games or whatever. Yeah. Well, you were like a German red light. <laughs> because those go backwards. They they go green, yellow, red, but then they go back to yellow and green. Because you called me sounding like Eeyore. And I'm like, yeah, I got one. And then you were very cautiously optimistic. Like, you wouldn't hold that for me, would you? And I was like, yeah, yeah why not? I mean, you're going to come in today, right? Because I had no problem believing somebody was going to come in for a wee. And yeah. uh, and you were like, yeah, yeah. And you came in and that was the start of a beautiful friendship. Yeah, like I, because I love, I love, I've always loved hanging out in Little Tokyo, 
I liked that mall. The arcade was there at the time, and I was like, ah, cool game shop. Because even at that time, like, I don't think, like, GameStop's Conquest was complete. But even at that time, I appreciated the increasing rarity of non-chain, like, video game stores, I think. Yeah. I, I sometimes fantasize about reopening it just for the novelty, but, uh, oh, man, I would have to be able to burn the money I would spend on that thing. Yeah. Um. So anyway, since then, I have been, uh, well, most recently I've been living the life of a beach bum since I'm down in Long Beach, half a block away from the ocean, uh, hanging out with a dog and girlfriend. I was bus driving before I got furloughed because of the COVID, and I was driving that bus on the runway at the airport. Um, so I was driving around full-size passenger jets and having to uh, make sure I wasn't cutting them off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, they are now trying to get the drivers back, but I don't think I'm going to go back. I've got something else lined up, so we'll see how that goes. Um, and in the meantime, I have been learning to make soap. Yeah, Uh, you sent me a picture of soap. Yeah, yeah, I got, uh, I got my first client, so that's good, and, uh, just moving along. I want to move more... More and more to ho- at home stuff, even after the pandemic mm-hmm. is over. So that's me. Mm-hmm. So what are the what are the real quick? What are the base ingredients of soap? Uh, I started with very simple soap, which is um, you, well, you use two things: you use oil and you use a mixture of lye. Um, okay. And my oils were. Uh, for solid soap, olive oil, and coconut oil. And then use the lye water, which is essentially a bomb. Oh. And you mix these together very carefully. And you set like them aside. Love. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. If you fuck up with the lye, you fuck up pretty bad. Isn't lye, like, extremely basic? No, not uh, alkaline. That's the one. The opposite uh, of acidic? No, it's... Uh, I don't think it's the opposite of acidic because it will destroy you. <laughs> oh, is it acidic? Okay, I know. I th- it's one pH extreme or the other, right? Yeah, if you mix it wrong, you will create a volcano of, like, burning liquid. And if you mix it in the wrong area, you will, uh, yeah, destroy your own sinuses. It's It's dangerous <laughs> shit. I'm immediately thinking, and I, I don't know why my mind just went there, went here. I kind of do, but I'm thinking: Is there a market for soap? If you use oil, is there a market for soap made with marijuana-infused oil? Uh, I think I'm I've sure seen CBD it. soap. Yeah, so you already have that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's out there. And uh, CBD, of course, is like really questionable. And if it even does anything, so it's yeah. it's a sucker's kind of product. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll get into that more of that later as well, though. Uh, okay. I wanted to move quickly on because, like I said, I got got a bit of a hard out time. But yeah, you uh, got a hard out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I gotta this... go pick up food tonight. I forgot what I forgot what the I think the format was either like 
shoot the shit about games or retro games or news or all? Uh, kind of a bit of all. Like, I got two little bits of news that I thought would be a little interesting. Actually, one of them is a little interesting. One of them is batshit insane. Okay. Uh, I always have stupid-ass news that I follow, so you go first. Though. Okay. Well, the first mine's bit... degenerate. Okay. First bit is that there's a Terry Bogard um, uh, amiibo on pre-order now. Um, mm -hmm. not, a, not very interesting, but I thought it was kind of interesting. Wait, give me the quick... That's the Quick lead, info of Terry Bogard. Lead character of the Fatal Fury series, which is now part of the uh, That's it, okay. I knew I knew I recognized it. Okay, cool. I just thought that yeah, was really he's, interesting. He's, he's, been on, he's been on Smash Brothers for a year now. Okay, okay. I didn't know that. Like this to my knowledge, this is their first SNK character that they're doing. That's yeah, that's why they have the amiibo, because he's on Smash Bros. But is the Sephiroth amiibo out already? Uh, they, um, uh, what's Sakurai? He showed the uh, model for the for the uh, Sephiroth during oh, the, shit. during during like the the little preview of the character. Ah, uh, okay. Anyway, um, what else? So here's the crazy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. GameStop. Ooh, okay. Now, GameStop has been on this slow march towards extinction for just. A decade. Good riddance. Hmm? He said good riddance. He said good riddance. Said yeah, good riddance. yeah, absolutely. They they destroyed the market. They helped destroy the uh, physical market. They did their part. Yeah, I was going to say, like, is it, that's probably because digital is the, the way of... We're all going to have Tron bringing us our games, you know, soon. Yeah, yeah, and... You um, don't own digital. You only rent. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's true, and we'll get into that discussion. Like, let's save that discussion for another episode. I want to have it. I don't yeah. have five hours. Yeah, um, to to stick a feather in there. Oh, you, you're, you're not you're not you're not Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> to, to stick a feather in that point. That's one of the reasons I still highly advocate Steam because I think you actually own your digital through Steam. I I don't think that's true. Okay, we can talk about it next time. Well, uh, we'll yeah. find out. Like, we'll have to get Tim on yeah. for that one because he, I think he refuses to use Steam. Okay, um, okay. Okay, so GameStop stock for at least five years has just been slowly trudging towards zero. Right. Today, it shot up 69%. What? It that's shot kind up... of... Go ahead. Go. No, I was going to say that's kind of one of the ones I've, because I'm always looking for uh, dying entities to just like <laughs> buy all the stock of when they're like a penny a share. So if it goes to ever two pennies a share, you know, I've doubled my money. Yeah, it went to 60 bucks today and Ooh, it had okay. to be shut down due to volatility. Wow. All right. All right. Now, how? Uh, yes, I, I'm getting to that because I was mystified at first. I was looking and trying to find something, and all I was finding was weird-ass jokes. It is apparently due to a group of millennial and Gen Z psychopaths on a subreddit called Wall Street Bets who harnessed, uh, it's unknown, but possibly close to 2 million people to basically do a version of a pump-and-dump scheme. Oh... Um, <laughs> and they just pick like they just were like, let's do GameStop. 
Yeah, I, I, I can't like looking at it, looking at that Reddit. It's like trying to decode an alien language. It is. <laughs> it's kind of like the days when Hollywood was all doing handstands in a mountain of coke because they're all crazy as hell. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there's just a random post about how this is the best Reddit to learn to di- t- tips on traditional Mongolian basket weaving. And then there's, <laughs> it's insane. It's absolutely insane. Okay. That's crazy though. And they are in this feud with a traditional hedge fund that's been shorting GameStop, which is basically betting on the stock losing value. And uh, let me see if I can find this. Yeah, I still have it up. Um, Okay, on Friday, Citron, that's the uh, hedge fund editor, Andrew Left tweeted that he will no longer be publicly commenting on GameStop out of concern for his family. We will no longer be commenting on GameStop, not because we do not believe... uh, out investment thesis, but rather the angry mob who owns this stock has spent the last 48 hours committing multiple crimes that I will be turning over to the FBI, SEC, and other government agencies. <laughs> okay. This is not just name-calling and hacking, but includes serious crimes such as harassment of children. Huh. <laughs> That's... Man, I wish I had... Just had some GameStop stock now. Yeah, I was looking at it thinking like, well, maybe it'll go up. And um, I I was waiting for it to fully die, right? With Corona. I thought that the end of Rona was going to be the nail in the coffin. And that's when I'm like, I'll take all your stock. I'll take your company for $5, you know? (laughs) yeah, no, I've just been splitting uh, like a little side money between Sony and Nintendo just because I think it's kind of fun to own a piece of those. Yeah. But uh, this this is insane. Like, it's That's absolutely fantastic. nuts. It is fantastic. <laughs> it's just also like it's nearly two million of these people. They they weaponize the shit out of it. And if you look at the subreddit, Wall Street Bets, it's like, where are they from? Like, how so does, how does, how does this, your brain like, get to this? So, do they own GameStop now? Like, how does this work? Like, how much money did they, like, well, did they I, just buy all of GameStop? And I don't know. It does look like there are people here who have made millions off of this. Holy shit. But I think Nintendo's market, or not Nintendo, I'm sorry, GameStop's market <clears throat> cap is currently. Um, Something insane. So I doubt, like, two million probably isn't that much, you know? Right. Um, in fact, huh. I'll, I'll go ahead and look it up real quick. Uh, GME market cap. That's how much stock is out there. Uh, hey, yeah, um, four and a half billion. Happened. Yeah, What's I don't up? know what happened. I just, like, I just disappeared. Oh. oh. We didn't even notice. We were too amazed. I mean, at GameStop. That that you're, you're ripping off Back to the Future here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you said you you're gonna check on something, and then I lost the feed. Oh, okay. Yeah, I oh, just right. checked on the the GameStop market cap, which is currently four and a half billion dollars. So that's that's okay. the value of all the stock that's out there. Holy shit! Well, 
<laughs> Excellent. Well, indeed. And so that, in, that, that's all I'm going to say about that. I mean, go ahead. I was just going to say in less uh, awesome news, I just read that Nintendo is planning to acquire next level games. Mm. Which, you know, in, in a report that means nothing to no one, uh, that's happening. Next, next level games. What, 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 what's their claim to fame? Next level games made such titles as NFL Hits Pro, Super Mario Strikers, Mario Strikers Charged, T Ticket to Ride, Jungle Speed? Jungle Speed was a game. That apparently... Captain America Super Soldier. Oh, they made Luigi's Mansion. They made a handful of things. Luigi's Mansion 3 um, and yeah. Luigi's Mansion yeah. Dark okay. Moon. Sorry, go ahead. Right. Yeah, they're... Okay, yeah, they're just getting people to, to make some more first-party stuff. Okay. That yeah. makes sense because it takes them so long to make games. They Like, there are a bunch of old dudes over there. Like, they're just... They're constantly losing touch with, like, their audience. You know? Um, yeah, yeah, that make that make that makes sense because like those have been their most interesting games, honestly, in the last ten years. I mean, the Switch is doing pretty gangbusters, though, right? They're doing all right for being old. I mean, I mean, like, I mean, do you do you have a Switch? I do not, nope. but I I switched to PC Master Race like years ago. I up until. I owned every Nintendo console from the NES until the uh, Wii U, and then switched to PC. I would have a Switch if I did not make this the the Switch. No, <laughs> I mean, switch away. Oh my god. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, really, like, when when you look at their business model, they've they they barely have any respect in the video game industry right now because like i mean when it comes down to all the third-party companies because N nintendo always keeps themselves like 10 years in the past developmentally you know okay so so they 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 constantly just um reap the the benefits of having the only console that looks kid friendly you know because of course all the other consoles has gr have grown up with all the other you know older middle-aged you know adults you know, when you look at those, when you look at the PS5, that doesn't look like a thing for a kid. You know. Yeah. yeah okay. You know, so I mean, other than that, like, I mean, they essentially get no third-party support for their systems because, like, Nintendo's asking them to take themselves back to like 2013 and stuff to develop stuff for them. You know. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, Nintendo always has been the first party guys and yeah they're they're all about the first party and if you want they, third they, party they weren't they weren't they weren't always like that like no. i mean they, like they they that they had healthy competition with sega all throughout the 90s and then they were trying to keep up with sony all the way up and like i mean they really were trying to keep up with sony like through the gamecube years yeah nintendo's like they, evolution they, when... has been fascinating uh we're we will do an entire episode on that but continue arthur yeah, I mean, like when they when they had that great deal with Capcom to make like 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 AAA games with them, like they had they had uh, Resident Evil Four, they had Beautiful Joe. Um, yeah, that was beautiful. 
it was uh, those, that needs a that needs an HD remake. Yeah, uh, that port. game was so dope. Yeah, um, yeah, but that was that was like their last really great deal, like with a big big studio, because uh, mm. every, every everything after that has always been like a port, like a like the game will come out and then five years later we finally have it on Nintendo. Don't you want to replay this on Nintendo? It's like yeah, guys. that did happen. <laughs> They've, they've, that's happened a bunch of times. <laughs> you know, you I, know, I felt like that when they released L.A. Noir on everything. They kind of Nintendoed that release. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I do recognize that that happens. It has happened. But at the same time, I know that, like, everyone I know, all my friends that play consoles, like, have a Switch. Oh, Arthur well, yeah, does. I mean, it, yeah, I have a Switch. It's it's officially my Smash Brothers machine. Yes. It's you a know, Smash like that's, machine. That's it. Yes. Yeah, so... <laughs> and, and, so it's interesting, though, speaking about Nintendo, because the reason... The reason I was always... I always bought uh, Nintendo consoles as opposed to... Like, I, I, bought a, I bought a PS2, like, late in the game... But I've always owned Nintendo consoles because be, being a uh, you know addicted to games at, at a detrimental level my whole life, right? Like I've I've had a Nintendo console. I've I've always been gaming on Nintendo and PC, and th- like those two basically. And the reason is because like. I'd always get the Nintendo console because the stuff that was on, like, Xbox and PlayStation, like, if I really... The stuff I really wanted to play also, like, found its way to PC eventually, whereas the Nintendo, like, first-party stuff is so closely guarded by them, it almost never does. Mm -hmm. And so those were my two machines where I was like, I can play the total... I can play all the games I want to play, you know? And, like, the only reason I really got the Nintendo console was because I had to, because they had the exclusives mm. for, their for like, the Zelda and the Metroid and all, like, all their babies, you know? Well, I don't know about you guys. I'm 3DO for life. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, I, like actually, freaking, uh... I actually collected for the 3DO, and that is a story for another time as well. FMV, oh my god! Uh, FMV Paradise, okay. The FMV goodness. Yes, it, it wasn't a purgatorial experience at all. I, I, I will admit, probably it was that part of me that loved midnight movies that really boosted my uh, my desire to collect for the 3DO and see what atrocity came out of it next. <laughs> you, you know, okay, fun fun side fact by the way, like FMV was kind of uh, interesting in its early day, mm-hmm. we'll say. But, and it's widely kind of hated, right? But a game that I've seen recently that has done FMV again and done it quite well, I think, is a game called Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Mm. Yeah, that game and, is cool. Anyway, I, I just that's just an aside, because they have these cutscenes where 
a dude appears and he looks really realistic and you go wait is that fmv and it is but it looks good you know it doesn't it wasn't the fmv of hardware limitation like 3do days yeah so. the the uh the scan line kind of shit that they had going yeah, yeah, on yeah, with, yeah. The, with the really, really, really bad green screen. Blue screen Frickin back uh, then for some reason. <laughs> Freaking sewer gotta, shark, you, baby. You got to see how well that runs on um, PS5, bro. Stenua? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. I mean, it ran it ran pretty dankly on, on PC, but I'll, you know. Oh, well, yeah, P- PC's fine, <laughs> you know. You know where yeah. the code comes from. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. This is why I converted. Like, I, j- I do all my gaming on PC now. I haven't, yeah. Like I said, last console was Wii U. Mm-hmm. But, uh, FMV occasionally tries to make a, a comeback every once in a while. I remember on the PS2, EA was starting to use it again in games like Black. And I'm seeing games like maybe half a dozen games that I've just kind of thumbed through in the PlayStation store for PS4. Huh. Yeah, like, they seem to be both British and Japanese. I think Americans have largely kind of just forgotten about it. What was that game? Okay, there was a game that was critically acclaimed, but also critically hated because it's the fucking internet. Um... Um, the last of us. No, 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 no. It had FMV in it. Um, her story. That was the thing. Oh, I've got that. Didn't her story have the FMV, right? Or was that? Yeah, but it was entirely based around it. Like I only played yeah, a few yeah, minutes, yeah. and I thought, like, okay, I gotta stare straight at this and concentrate on it, so I'll play it later. <laughs> yeah, I was just trying to think of other. I was trying to think of other moments where FMV is starting to emerge once again in the modern, you know, era. Yeah, I was interested because it's kind of a non-linear mystery, so I'm definitely going to go back to that. Maybe we'll stream it sometime. It's pretty fun. It gets like it's a guess the clue game, so at the very very end, you get annoyed trying to figure out the last uh keyword mm-hmm. or whatever. Interesting. But anyway. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, sorry. A game I've been a game I've been having fun with is the Trover game from like the Rick and Morty guys. I've been interested from, in that one. I, I've been playing it on, on Oculus Quest, so it's been hilarious. Okay. Oh, you got the VR? It's on sale yeah, a lot yeah, on VR. the PSVR, so I've been interested. Yeah, it's, it's really fun. It's hilarious because that, you know, that, that dude, he just improvs for hours. Like they, they never stop talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so like if you want if you want to have a good laugh, you should like play that game. It's really well. Let's get into the final segment for now. Um, okay. Oh, okay. I had one oh, more. I had yeah, yeah. gaming news that I thought everybody probably might not have known yet. Okay. Uh, fucking Xbox. They really screwed the pooch. Okay, okay. Gold is now 120 a year. Wait, what? I heard that it was raising, but I did not read that. Holy shit. Like, why so expensive, Batman? (laughs) I don't know. But Microsoft made it official that it's going to be 120 a year. Wait, okay, I keep forgetting. See, like, 
as somebody who hasn't like pl- played on an Xbox on a Microsoft console ever, unless you count fucking computers, um, like the so you charge you 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 pay to be able to go online and play you know online games like on your console, but does that include like does you paying that give you internet like does that give you isp service or do you have to pay <laughs> for normal ass internet and then on top of that yes. pay to be that yeah that does not include it but why is it 120 then and i'm confirming it now they're uh they're going up to six months for 60 bucks like what in I, the fucking don't, world don't, don't you don't i think you have access to all the games though what you mean oh, are you paying their, for a... uh, for their what what the fuck is it? Their version of uh, library. Go- their library. Game Pass. Okay, so you're getting a bunch of like uh, access to game digital. Yeah, you either digital. play like like hundred, hundreds of games and stuff. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, I've seen that. I have heard that the Game Pass is a pretty damn good service. See, that's the thing though. Like, it's blowing my mind because I looked at, um, you know, because I I still I mentioned like I was into Nintendo as my console back when I was doing it. And like, I still follow it a, a little bit. And so I was looking and all my friends have the Nintendo, whatever network. Uh, yeah. Thing. And, and that seemed like a really good ass deal to me because you, you know, you get the online service, but you get the big library, but the big library is just all of the old nostalgia, like max nostalgia yeah. titles from yeah, Nintendo's it's huge even a, vault. It's not even a, it's not even a big selection either. Yeah, but it's like the it's those gems where you're like, I never thought I'd see this again, let alone play it. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah and that's but that and that's the thing that happens. You look at it and you don't play it. <laughs> okay. I mean, I like my like my bro has, he has it, and I was just like, oh, you've got this, and I was like, I was on there playing the old school crap. From when I was a wee lad, I was like, "Oh man, I can play Blaster Master again," oh and I played God. that for like five hours. And I'm like, I can play. It still blows was... my mind that I loved that game so much, and they've had sequels that I just never bothered with. Yeah, I was all about it. So the fact that I'm, I'm like, you can get a really good like Nintendo's got a really reasonable one, and then Xbox is over here with like, give me a hundred and twenty a year. Like what? Yeah, I like I like these as separate services. Like I do have PS Now, I do have PS Plus. Like I'll get rid of PS Now uh, every once in a while, and then I'll get another subscription to it. And it's like, okay, I, I like that. I I can pay half the price that I am paying right now. If I search. yeah, what yeah what I'm what I'm trying to figure out is like, you know, Nintendo. It's like what twenty a year, and I'm like. That's good value for your per dollar per year value. That's like hot premium value, you know? So what am I getting mm-hmm. for 120 in my per dollar per year value that makes it worth paying like 120 for Xbox? Is Does anyone know? Well, Their version of now in the... Uh, uh, what? Their online? Their forced online? 
Yeah, I, I don't, I haven't messed with, I don't know about PS Now or whatever, but I assume it's, like, a good deal. Like, you can tell. It's can. okay. Like, okay. I, yeah, I have okay. it, and I'm not regretting it. But at the same time, like I said, I've had it before, and then I let it expire, because it's like, oh, okay, I think I've played everything yeah, on this. And they're growing this selection, but very slowly. Because I was couch gaming, I, you know, I, I, I was couch, before the Rona happened, I was couch gaming with a buddy of mine, and he had place it weird like on his playstation 3 and he had the ps now and i was like oh wow what a really good deal like let's let me mess with these games and then i see the nintendo one and i'm like wow what an excellent deal let me mess with these and then i'm like is that do you so do you get that with the xbox are you like 120 what a steal i get to do this like what do you, you know what's the anyway I, i'm pretty sure i just asked the same question twice <laughs> but i'm just in amazement Sorry, go on, someone. Hmm. Well, like I said, why don't we move on to the final uh, segment here for now? Uh, there's supposed to be more, but uh, we're figuring out yeah. our pacing and chemistry and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, this is, as usual, a practice round. But the last thing I want to do today is what I am calling single player for now. And okay. that is where we each discuss what we have been uh, playing. And, uh, yeah, I, um, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Arthur, well, I, start I, us off. Well, you know, I've, I've been playing, um, I've been playing Trover, uh, on my VR and I've been playing, uh, I've been replaying the last guardian on PS five and it's been such a, an amazing experience. Like, because of course, like that game ran like crap on PS four, um, like what seven years ago i think i still like have that. your copy over here mm -hmm. have that and oh, god yeah. of war oh yeah cool um yeah so it, that's been an amazing experience um uh the last game I, I played was uh the last of us 2 i think that's like probably damn near the best game ever played like story-wise cool um, yeah, it was an amazing experience. Um, but other than that, I've just been having a lot of fun with Trover right now on on my on my uh, quest two. Mm. Nice. How do you feel about uh, the Facebook account requirement for that uh, for the Oculus? I mean, I don't really care. You know, like, I mean, it'd be nice. It'll be nice a nice day when Facebook finally collapses upon itself. Um, <laughs> eventually, eventually it's going to happen you know because like you know it's not going to go on, it's not going to go on forever it's like the dude the dude has so much red in, red in his uh, letter uh, so you don't um, think the Zuck can keep it together for another decade ha have you seen him <laughs> have you, have no no like he's, he's running he's on legacy code he's gonna break down eventually and just short out that's what i'm saying yeah man he's like, gonna just start singing like the camp court. town races and that'll be it see i'm yeah. sad now because i'm thinking about it and i'm like okay but then my immediately my immediate next thought was but someone's just gonna buy it and then it's gonna continue in perpetuity mm. yeah but I, I i feel like people are leaving facebook you know, yeah, like, I mean, it's it's kind of getting kids, kids, kids it's getting a reputation as a good place for your racist granddad to hang out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, the people I are miss old it, Facebook. Like, you know, kids, kids aren't on it. You know, 
so that I mean that just by the notion of kids not being on it, it's just like the people that are, yeah. that are older people on it. You know, it's people. You know, people who like they care about like what's happening and the, they're you know kind of going more insular with their privacy and stuff. People are, are leaving it, and so it's not going to last forever. Okay, so it's going to be good. When, it's going to be it's going to be good. I mean, I feel like it was a dick move to be like. I mean, it felt like a desperate move too. You have to be on Facebook to play this console. It's like what the, what's wrong with you? Well, I mean, you kind yeah. of see it coming after their uh, recent update to their privacy. Wait, because doesn't which... Facebook own the, the the what? Which headset does it own? The the Quest, the yeah. Oculus. Is, yeah. is Oculus? They they have they they basically absorbed Oculus. They they weren't they weren't owned before. Okay. They, they own they own it now and absorbed the whole thing, so yeah. it doesn't go by Oculus anymore. It's like the like all of the stuff says Facebook and stuff on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If I if I remember correctly, they're getting rid of the uh, the actual PC plug-in Oculus, and it's just going to be the Quest. It's just going to be basically a console VR. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I'm enjoying it, you know, for what it is right now. Uh, like I'm like I feel like they're not going to be the name. There, I don't think they're even like like the name in VR right now. I think it's still more like the 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 vibe or whatever or, yeah. yeah so it it depends on how much they're able to keep up i mean right now i i like what they have more than anything because it's mobile and you can go anywhere and it's like it's not it they've 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 made um vr more palatable to the mass because before that the last 10 years vr has been very esoteric and for you know basically pc people who who will spend three thousand dollars on a rig? You know. Yeah, like I want the freaking uh, index, but I can't afford that shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. That's that's who VR has mostly been for for like the last ten years. I'm yeah. I'm constantly still introducing people to VR, and they had no idea that it even existed. Yeah. Right. You know. <clears throat> yeah, I picked yeah. the PSVR up on a sale at two hundred bucks, so that was nice. Yeah, see, it's cool, but like again, it's like you can't take it anywhere. You have to; it has to be affixed to your. Man, to your I don't want people knowing I own that shit. <laughs> I don't want them seeing me in it. <laughs> well, you want to see them in it. That's the whole thing. Uh, like, you want them to try it. No, I, 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 I can get on YouTube and I can watch people accidentally knocking their friends out. <laughs> you don't want people to know you're groping the virtual boobies. <laughs> That is not a feature on PSVR, I'll tell you that much. You can talk to Arthur about that. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, dance intro. Yeah, it is. It's a something. feature on PSVR. <laughs> it's called DOA Extreme Beach. No, 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 no. no. Oh, there's there's wow. actual VR yeah. out there. Oh, yeah. I mean, the just get into VR chat. That's all the VR porn you need. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, so no, I think, I'd rather stick uh, to 4chan for my degenerates. Well, mm -hmm. great. Thank you for sharing. Uh, Arthur, so you've been playing Trover. Anything else? Um, as, as of now, just like, um, there's this other detective game that I'm playing on, on PS5. Um, it's like really lo-fi. Like, I'm just waiting for, you know, I've been jaded pretty much for like the last six years but i'm actually genuinely 
excited for PS5 because like they're really kind of changing the game on like how these all these crazy third party companies can actually make games now. It's like they've unleashed they've unleashed them. You know, like they like because people have had a set way of making these games for a while. You know, because they've basically had to have like a graphics economy, and like a lot of that's gone away. And and of course, it would be Sony to think of that for these all these you know these artists and these companies like versus Xbox, who they were just kind of doing the same thing, and then Nintendo, who's just like they're like they're smartly trying to just capture the kid market, but they're not really concerned with. The type of innovation that concerns all ga- gamer, mm. you know, only yeah. the innovation that that will will keep like keep kids like as their main base. So um, yeah, I, I want to play uh, Little Nightmares Part Two. I'm just waiting for game now, mm. you know. Mm. Basically, other than that, I'm just playing Trover and and uh, uh, replaying The Last Guardian. Oh yeah, um, I was playing. Uh, I never got to play um, No Way Out, The Way Out. Remember that um, the, the prison game where yeah. you, you have to play, you have to do a co-op. Mm-hmm. So I, I was playing with, that with Dwight, and that was pretty cool. I lo- I really love the original game Brothers. That oh, game that fairy so tale one. Yeah, oh, that game was so dope. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, you had to control both brothers on one controller. It was really cool. Or it was co-op, I believe. Um, no, it was never co-op. They actually are really? making it co-op. Yeah, they're actually making it co-op on on um, on uh, Nintendo. They're okay. having a co-op for you know, which kind of goes against the the whole thing about that game. <laughs> hmm. You know, but Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I used to be such a big Nintendo fan. They're they're so disappointing. Ah oh, man, wow! We've we've got a lot of opinions about Nintendo going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Evan, yeah, man. So, oh, sorry. Go ahead. You're not <clears throat> done. I keep stepping on people. Jesus, there's like uh, silence, oh, no, and I'm like, no, let's I mean, move on. Was, and no, I was I was just saying, you know, like you know, Nintendo's always my Smash Brothers machine. I never stopped playing Smash Brothers. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah. You For know? a while there, you were just not going to be invited to this party because you wouldn't have much to say. <laughs> 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 uh okay I'm and, a, and another thing oh not yet <laughs> no no, no he's kidding. fucking with you oh nice <laughs> i'm telling this one i like it i like it all right um okay i can go next uh might as well get the the ranty one out of the way earlier um all right so what have i been playing now i've been playing I'm constantly playing Overwatch. Uh, I'm now I'm now uh, impacting the Genshins. I uh, my friends recently started that's... playing. Hmm? Uh, we've we've got a trend here. That's two freemium games. So uh, <laughs> I, I'm I'm looking to see if this is going to be a curve or a straight line. No, no, Overwatch. Overwatch. I had to pay for it. Oh, okay, okay. I thought that was a free. It's game. not free yet. It's go. It's gonna be like okay. probably when Overwatch Two launches. It's yeah, but no. I paid. I paid like I got it right when it was new. Um, I thought. I thought that after twelve hundred hours, 
I was finally out. I was finally free of Monster Hunter World. But uh, my friends started playing it again, so I'm back in on that one. Mm. Uh, I'm up to like 13 something now. I have a problem. Uh, <laughs> but apart from like games that you play forever, like the game with an actual end I'm playing right now is Mass Effect Andromeda, which I didn't play when it came out. <clears throat> uh, and that one I'm quite enjoying actually. Like I've been a I've been a Mass Effect fan since the first one. I've been a Bioware fan and then so I liked Mass Effect. Yeah. Uh, uh, I butt heads with everybody on this one. I'm the odd man out. I don't like Bioware. I have my okay, reasons, okay. and we'll eventually get into that, but please That's cool. continue. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't play Andromeda. Like, contrary to popular opinion, like, I have the unpopular opinion that Mass Effect 3 was fine. Like, and, you know, the the ending, like, I had a, I had a great time you know, 99% of, of Mass Effect 3 and the last 1% doesn't ruin that whole thing retroactively for me. Uh, but yeah, I'm playing Andromeda and I was worried because it had a really bad rep. Uh, however, I realize now that this is because we're in the era of games being broken on launch and then a year later they're patched into working order. No Man's Sky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that and was, so that was slightly different. And so Mass Effect Andromeda is really doing it for me. Like, I played it several years after launch, so it didn't have any of the bugs or issues or whatever. It just is a working game. And it really gives, it really gets back for me the Mass Effect 1 vibe. Mm. Like that very nostalgic feeling of like, one like an an uh, uh, early sci-fi like space exploration game I played. Like I, I I get the sense of wonder back that I had playing the first Mass Effect, and I'm loving it. Okay. Uh, nice. So the, the, that's mainly what I'm playing now, and I have I continue to acquire games faster than I can play them. Uh, so I, I do get through indie games because I do get through the short games like, you know, your Stanley Parables and whatnot. Mm. But anyway, that's the status of me and what I'm playing at the moment. Alex? Yes. Uh, <laughs> where do I begin? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Oh, uh, let's see. I was on a real big since the fucking corona happened. I was on a real big uh, Red Dead Online kick. Yeah. I would log on to my mm -hmm. PS4, and it was like, "Hey, look what Alex is doing—the same thing." <laughs> <laughs> well, I was on that in a fucking Conan kick in the beginning of Rona. Yeah. Oh, and then cool. it just stuck to Red Dead. I need to get back to and, Conan, and we need to finish that. Yeah. Yeah, and then I just stopped. Mm. I stopped the f fucking Red Dead. It had to happen. 
Well, I, I did not understand why you were into that at all. Like, I remember the first Red Dead Redemptions online, and it was great. It was like, meet up some with some friends, you know? Like, get them on your, uh, on your little horse and buggy and then drive it off a cliff. And all the usual just fuck around in Grand Theft Auto-style game shenanigans. And then we started playing RDR2s online after I beat the main game, and it was like, this is bullshit. This is... This is so grindy <laughs> and terrible, and... I'm doing the calculations on how much gold, which is the premium currency, it would take to buy a horse. It's 20 bucks. <laughs> you used to get a full mission pack out of them. You used to get the Lost and the Damned or the Ballad of Gay Tony. Now you can get a fucking horse. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's like, and I just, yeah. yeah, I played that game twice with you, and then I was done. <laughs> Man, they're, they're, they're really seeing how much money they can make off of, like, nothing. Yeah. Freaking super capitalism is driving us to ever-increasing heights of non-value in, in yeah. DLC. Well, there's... Yeah, there, yeah you, there's... You started, there's a... see, you, start, you started seeing it with uh, freaking Fortnite, like, the, how inane the things that they offer for money that these kids are just sort of like, I want the new graphical dance move! Dude, <laughs> dude, the new skin. Kids, kids are getting bullied for not for having the def the the default uh, Fortnite skins and dances and whatnot in They're, school. Are they now. getting bullied for not being gigantic fucking nerds? Like, how is that? How does that work? No, it's like they all play Fortnite. Okay, and they all you know all, all the kids from the class they play together like when they go home, and if freaking timmy the timmy's like the quintessential little child name right like if little timmy if all the other kids notice that timmy has the vanilla skin the default skin then the next day at school they're like nice skin nerd what what maybe if i beat the crap out of you you'll actually buy something uh that i can look at i gotta ask what your source on this is evan like how many freaking... of these kids are you hanging out with <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah. Have a, why don't Why don't you have a seat right there? Have a seat right there. <laughs> yeah. No, I do not want any sweet tea. Thank you. I'm here for men's butt. It's more important than food. More important than water. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yes. Anyway, for who was something? Alex was talking about our games bad now because value lower. Uh, I mean, th there is this quote about things that uh, eventually things are going to become very generic as people, as companies zero in on, you know, yeah. the the blandest, most reductive but easy to churn out version of that thing. And yeah. we're, we're seeing that. I believe that's actually a Karl Marx dig. Um, like, a.k.a. the movie industry, probably? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're spending tons of money on these Marvel movies, and the Marvel movies are very good. But I remember you and I had a big discussion about them early on where I was like, I, I think I've seen Marvel movies now that we've seen the Avengers. I think this is what they're going to be for a while. Yeah. And it's, uh, I disagree. You know, I disagree. I disagree. Because, like, with the... With, they're, they they're kind of making so many different moves and 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 really just being artistic about it like if you watch see this WandaVision thing 
it's fantastic. It's like they're really making moves towards like diversifying and making different genres and you know, like um now, Arthur, yeah, I'm really proud of them. Hey, before you go on, would you call yourself a comic book guy? Yeah. Okay, this conversation's over. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I was I was just about to mention that I like the Marvel movies do really capture the feel of reading a comic book and I like that. Yeah, no, they're mm-hmm. they're very well made. I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying that for the most part, like the movies, like WandaVision does look different, I'll give you that. But you go yeah. to the to the Netflix series and it's like I enjoyed the first season of Daredevil and then I saw the second season and I'm like, Oh, okay, that was all you got and I, I've I was most little bits of the other series and it's like I, I don't fucking care. I've seen this. Yeah, I mean, outside of the theatrical I mean, there was different people working. So right now, Feige is actually controlling everything. Mm. Jeff Loeb was um, working on the TV stuff, and before that, it was like uh, Pearl Nutter and and Joss Whedon. So, like, I mean, it's it's taken a while for Feige to get like really ultimate creative control. So, like, um, and and you know, when it comes down to the Netflix shows, it was very middling. I think the Punisher show was like really solid. I think um, bits and pieces of Luke Cage is really solid. Um, the first season of Jessica Jones was fucking amazing. Uh, the first season of Daredevil. Um, Alex, then, I'm then, sorry. Then, we'll get back to you. I promise. <laughs> yeah, we were doing that. Yeah, I can stop. I can stop right now. Well, <laughs> I don't mind. You're you're actually right. A lot of the first seasons of the Netflix series were great. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but that, but I'm just saying, like that 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 was a factor, the quality in a lot of these things. And honestly, it's just really been pretty remarkable watching what Marvel's as a studio, like learning and like you know mistakes that they've made and highs that they've had, you know, um, over over the years. And, like, what they're doing now, like, I mean, this WandaVision show is fantastic. Like, you know, it just, it's just completely taking you completely out of what they've been doing with the movies all this time. And it's, give, like, it's the same thing with the, the Mandalorian show. Like, like given, given to the right people and, the, like, the type of stories that they're able to do and bold, bold like, story moves... You know, like it's 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 not generic in the least bit at all. You know? I've heard good things about the Mandalorian, and uh, I'll probably eventually pirate it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, the, I, I, feel, I feel like they're they're in a good place right now. I mean, if you want to talk about generic, you know, like all you have to do is look at everything that he is doing. You know. Like they, they, the Warner Brothers, I should say, like they just like, like that oh, Wonder no, Woman I'm starting movie, a ground man. war. That Wonder Woman <laughs> movie, man, is such garbage. garbage. Such garbage. Alex, you, uh, sorry, I, I no, gotta I, go pick up a pizza soonish. So let's. Uh, okay. I'm so sorry. We 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 can we can. Uh, we can move the Marvel talk to our entertainment podcast, Corey versus Corey. <laughs> uh alex all right what was i saying you have oh, yeah. escaped my rdr2 over... yeah you found the red key card yeah huh. 
I escaped that. Still disappointed that we're never going to get any single player uh, add-ons. Uh, I've been on a... Uh, the Call of Duty Cold War kick lately, and I'm getting the Monster Hunter kick going. Yeah. Oh shit! Are you talking? So, about what, what are you? Which one are you talking about? I'm a fan from way back. Ah, uh, I started when I got into Monster Hunter. I got back in. I got playing that during the PSP era. So I'm okay. getting back into. I'm now just put like 40 50 hours into monster hunter world oh like let's be my steam friend i'll play with you that, i'm like, on ps4 i'm pretty sure we able to oh is it to not cr yeah we can cross right let's see like 1300 i'm not at 1500 hours yet let's go cross play uh, yeah i'm still on world i'm not on the iceborne yet Right, yeah, paid for it. No, I'm there with you. Like, I love Monster Hunter so much that, like, I'll when I play with my friends, I deliberately nerf myself down to their level to just recapture the experience, like, over and over of being there in the weeds. Hmm. I'm looking at an article from a year ago that says they do not have crossplay, but they have synced up their. Uh, no, nah, we we do. Like I I I I rem I'm pretty sure I have seen people in Monster Hunter lobbies that have a little PlayStation symbol next okay. to them. Yeah, like I said, this is from one year ago. So. Okay. Anyway, this is like. You continue because it's gonna get. I'm gonna side. I'm going to derail it into the Monster Hunter train. Mm. Alex? Well, that's pretty much about it. I'm not going to touch RDR online until the Homestead update. Okay. Which will probably you're going to get sucked be... back in eventually is what you're telling us. Yeah, I got like fucking 15,000 gold. I'm good. Oh my god. <gasps> I'm going to... I am going to climb on top of you and just start punching, and I might not stop. I don't know what to say. <laughs> how, for reference, like you were, how much gold is that horse you were talking about? Uh, I can't recall. I think that was what the Arabian. I, I think that was about like twenty, maybe twenty eighteen bars. And you've got fifteen k bars. Yeah. All right, so start your ranch. Start your horse breeding uh, ranch. They so haven't put that in yet. Are that gold? <laughs> yeah, people are buying gold. Oh, my God, Alex. You, that's your retirement they... fund. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fucking... What was that? Uh... Okay. I don't know. Somebody was talking to somebody in the background, but whatever. Yeah. Alex? Yeah, it's like they made the game playable for people that just want to do online, so I'm not sure if it works that way on PC now, but essentially you can buy online 
for five bucks. That was another reason why I gave up because yeah, it's, it's starting on, to come. on sale. The regular price is twenty, but they've apparently uh, just debuted it on sale. Yeah, so it's be slowly becoming toxic again. Now, as worse than back when it was still in beta. When back when it was in beta, you're getting everybody that's from GTA now moving over to that and griefing the fuck out of people. Wait, how is a cowboy game like toxic? Like what? Can you steal, like, shoot other people's horses or something? Yeah, you can shoot other people's horses. There's fucking, what is it? Moonshine deliveries, trade deliveries. And they can steal your bounties. Oh, snap. Hmm. So, yeah. It's like, you're messing with somebody's... Trade deliveries can be up to $1,000. Bounties depend if... You move slowly, you could squeeze out maybe a bar and a half of gold and a couple of hundred bucks. And okay. your moonshine, well, they can't steal it. They could only destroy it. And it's like 45 minutes to turn around for each batch that you make. And you lose, like, depending on what you make, it's you lose 25 game bucks. And you can't, you can't, uh, like, back, back in my day, we used to have to flag ourselves for PvP if we wanted to mess with that shit. Like, can you not freaking uh, opt out of jackasses, like, shooting your horse? Uh, or are you if, always like if playing? If I remember, with like, no, even the first RDR had uh, uh, several people in your instance. Although you could create a solo instance of the online world for just your team, I don't remember that being the case for part two. I think it was automatically online. Uh, okay. Certain modes could be played with just your team, but from what I understand, they removed your blips from the radar, so people can't just find you from across the map. But Alex, am I correct? Yeah, you are correct. Okay. They still won't implement like a private session. You have to glitch your way into it. Huh. Well, pretty gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <There you> <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else, Alex? No. See, see what I mean? That was like, <laughs> yeah. You can just imagine his his head just kind of coming up slowly. No. <laughs> no. My pie. Okay. Well, does that mean it's pizza time? Almost, almost. I'll try to brush through what I've been doing. Okay. I recently beat Kingdom Come Deliverance. And All this, right. this is a game, this is the type of game I love and just doesn't get made anymore. It is an open world fantasy game and a medieval simulator. Um, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't have magic. No, no, it has potions. That's the closest you get to magic. Ah, uh, you get um, the apothecary giving you potions. Well, you can make your own. 
and it tries to skew as close to historical accuracy as possible. And that means that there is a certain small amount of tedium. Like if you do potions, you actually have to sit there at the bench and add like a liquid base and start putting in herbs and boiling them. And it can take a couple of minutes to make a potion. Oh, okay. Um, I, it wouldn't be quite right to call it a grind to level up your skills, but it's a lot like Morrowind where you yeah, you level up skills or any of the Elder Scrolls games, Skyrim, Oblivion. Um, you do the actions to get the skill points, but the difference is that the curve really increases greatly. So you can't keep picking easy locks to raise your lock pick skills. You can't just keep sparring with the same person to oh, okay. rapidly increase. Like you have to go out and actually adventure at one point to start increasing your, to continue increasing your skills unless you just want to spend like a month. Yeah. Like kind of practicing them. Just like in yeah, real life. I, I, I remember Skyrim got really boring to, for me because, like, I did, like, an insane grind for, like, two weeks. Yeah. So it's just, like, it just made every monster I fought, like, like they couldn't beat me, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it's, like, I, I don't dislike games like Skyrim. I do enjoy them. I, I, I'm playing the VR Skyrim in small sessions, like, once or twice a month. Um, but they are like power trips, you know, like it's very easy just to become a walking God. Like you're the head of the thieves yeah. guild, the head of the fighters guild, the head of the assassins guild. You're just like great at everything. And Welcome it's like, to the guild guild. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, there's no sense of proportion here. Uh, like Morrowind was good at that because you could not advance in every guild simultaneously. Like at some point these things kind of started to work against each other. Like you had to kill a member of the Thieves Guild or the Fighters Guild if you wanted to advance in the other, and that would block you from advancing any further, you know? Yeah. Um, no, this one is, is definitely not like that. You, um, there's a sort of Thieves Guild that is run by local millers, and you're taking all your other quests from the local lords. Um... The combat, uh, the thing is, the only problem is this is a PS4 game. It's also a PC game, but it f plays like the most average PS3 game. Wait, who's got an echo real quick? I do. I don't know what's causing it all of a sudden. No, no, no. It's, it's in, um, it's in, uh, not Alex's mic. Wait. Wait, let me try something. It might be mine. I just turned down my volume. Yeah, I wanted to say it was coming from you. Anyway, go on, Vince. Uh, yeah, Arthur's turning down his volume when I'm talking. Got it. I, I hear you, buddy. <laughs> no, it, it was definitely Arthur. Yeah, okay. Anyway, uh, go ahead. So the engine is eh, average. It's a bit glitchy. Um, but it's that kind of insanely detailed game that I really enjoy. And... I was kind of grinding it at first and just enjoying taking my time, but it, I got to admit by the end of it, I was like, I want, I want to get over with this fucking game. I'm done with this. I'm going to start passing up side quests. I'm just going to do the main quests. And then utterly confusingly, I think they did all this meticulous research into the politics of the era because you beat the game 
And there's like another hour or two of just talking to people about the political situation that led to where you are. Huh. And then you go off onto the next part of your quest, which is going to be the sequel. But it's like, that was an insanely long and detailed epilogue for no good fucking reason. That sounds pretty cool, though. Yeah, if um, and actually this kind of leads into a game that we might play in future episodes where I want to kind of say like, hey, let's find a game that we played that the others haven't, try to pitch them on it, and everybody yeah. kind of taps in when they're like, okay, I'm sold, I would play this game. Okay. But uh, I love it. It's not for everybody, but if you want, you know, like a very deliberate experience in a game that doesn't... Uh, I think games these days treat you a little too gently. This one doesn't. Yeah, it's I mean, it's almost that's, unplayable that's, that's, at that, first. That was that was, that was the advent of like the Demon Souls games, though. Yeah. So oh, absolutely. That like super hard. Yeah, and it's not Demon Souls hard. Unfortunately, it's like a little clunkier, and at first you're kind of struggling with the interface as well, because you're very slow and awkward, and you will not. Uh, survive in combat if you do not go forward with the training that they want you to. Like, you will fucking get creamed. Uh, you absolutely have to learn the system from the tutors. You've reminded me, you've reminded me of a game. Uh, it's a, okay, I cannot remember the, the name of this game. But God Hand. <laughs> God Hand is pretty great. But I can't remember the name of this game, but it's it's a it's a game that was little known on the level of like not little known but maybe it's a game that was niche on like the level of something like Entropia Universe or like Second Life or like what one of those super niche it's kind of like w the level that like Fly for Fun might be on right now if that I don't know if that game is still alive but there was this medieval game and you were mentioning the realism of your making your potions. There was this medieval sort of fantasy setting game that went all in on the realism, like all and all the way in. So to when, the point when where did this come out. God damn it! I don't. Back back when any of these obscure get like. Way back, like life, like when when did when did Second Life come out? When did I the know, I don't know. There's an old slasher that was supposed to be brutally realistic for that. I don't know if it was generally realistic, but it was called By the Sword. I don't. So okay, so let me tell you about this though, because and then maybe maybe that's it. But the, all I know is it was this game that went so all in on the realism that it was to the point where, let's say you got a quest. And it was like, go to the next town, you know, get on your horse, go to the next town. It's like a, 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 a half a day's like ride from here. And you'd have to get on your horse and physically like walk that long. Like oh, it was half a day. You. Like real, yeah, real time was game time realism level. And so it was like, they went all in on, they went that hard on the realism, and I'm pretty sure it died super fast. But I thought it was a really interesting concept. It was like, it's the desert bus concept. You know Desert Bus? Right, yeah. 
Yeah, it was. It was Desert Bus. Medieval life fantasy game, like everything took as long as it takes, mm. and I thought. God, that's that sounds really bad, but really interesting at the same time. Like if if you if you if that was a VR game, you'd be it'd be like alternate. You'd just be living a different fucking real ass life. You'd be, you're stuck in Sword Art Online, like at that point. But I can't remember the name, and you th you you reminded me of it because you're like you got to sit there and boil the stupid potions, mm. and then I thought, wait, how long does it actually take water to boil? Because that's how long it would take to boil the water in this game. Like, yeah, no, it, it <laughs> like the the wonkiest thing about Kingdom Come. Obviously, it does a few things. Um, unless you're playing on hardcore mode, you can fast travel and shit like that. Uh, mm -hmm. The wonkiest part is like when you call for your horse and it just clips in right behind you. Like that's <laughs> like you've got a magic horse. Like it spawns in right there. Oh, just ten feet behind you. Yeah. Does it does it spawn in running towards you so that you can jump on it as it's moving no. and not have to miss a beat? Oh, okay. I wish. All right. <laughs> um. So real quick, let me get on here. Um, I decided after that I wanted to move on to something much lighter so and kind of like optional if that makes sense yeah I feel you I started playing my time at Porsche I like that game it's super chill it is it's uh, and for those if you guys have not played it or don't know of it it's basically hey, I, I gotta get I gotta get going fellas so okay. um okay cool so uh it's nice talking to you guys. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk to you soon. We'll we'll hammer this format right. out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pizza. And pizza. Later on. <laughs> Later. All right, see you guys. Um, Wait. So you know what it is. Alex, do you? What? My time at Porsche. I think I talked to you about it, I have it, right? not played. You, you talked to me about it, but yeah. I have not played that. So you know it's a Harvest Moon style game. Okay, let's let's move on then. I'm also playing Vampire. Like, wait, okay. When I think of Vampire, I think of the Masquerade. No, is that no, no, no. the different one? Okay. Yeah, this is Vampire with a Y, so it's kind of a little pretentious. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, it's kind of the same thing as Kingdom Come Deliverance. It's not like an insanely big or detailed game. It takes place in like World War One era London during the Spanish flu outbreak. And you are turned as a vampire, and you're a doctor, <laughs> like a blood specialist. Oh, so ah. it's, it's almost a CW series in some ways. It's like Sweeney Todd, the game. Uh, the reason I compare it to Kingdom Come Deliverance is that it's kind of wonky. Uh, like, the engine is a little antiquated, and, um, you know, it's definitely not AAA. It's not even AA. Um but it's it's very compelling in its own way. Like, first off, you don't gain a lot of experience for defeating monsters. In fact, you only gain like five experience per. And upgrades start at spending three hundred experience. Like the one of two ways to do it is either to help people with their sicknesses, or 
the fastest way is to kill them and drink their blood. Okay, wait a minute. Oh, okay, we're talking about XP farming. Yes. Okay, and I'm, cool. I'm talking about the name NPCs that you have conversations with. You have to kill them and drain their blood. And okay. the more that you take care of them, the more that you learn about them, the higher the experience rate is for them. But it removes them. It removes all the stories and quests associated with them. And you can only get the best ending if you don't kill any of them. And you can, okay, and then I'm assuming, like, you find a way to live as a vampire without killing them. Like, you just kill randos or something. Yeah, I've, I've only played about five hours of the game, but so far, you know, there's plenty of enemies to feed off of, and it doesn't seem like blood, uh, like there's a um, survival component to the game. Okay, so it's just like you're you're rewarded with big XP boost for drinking the people that are close to you like that's the incentive because yes otherwise you'd be like i like these people why don't i just xp grind off the enemies and there are horrible people by the way it is like it's all in on the grime and i think this is the dirtiest looking game i've ever seen okay like it, it looks diseased it looks like london is rotting it like the people are just almost comically wretched they're the weak link there they're constantly it's like just blood bitching porn and moaning. Town. Yeah, yeah, sorta, sorta, yeah. See, I, I, I was, you. Pe- I mean, it still sounds interesting, right? But you really piqued my interest for a second because I thought that the, I thought what you were gonna say was, you know, you being a vampire, you have to eat people to live, and so like the more you learn about a person, the more XP you get, aka like the more vitality or whatever yeah you get but then you're so you're weighing like quality of life against like oh learning about these people and getting lore and quests and and whatnot but there's just a way so there's a way out of all of that completely where you can just be like i'm gonna save all the people i like yes um okay okay you don't have to kill anybody uh it is strictly like how fast you level up and how difficult that makes the game okay because it is slow, slow, slow growth otherwise. I see. Like everybody is constantly getting sick, so you have to whip up cures at a crafting table. Um, and that helps. Uh, finishing yeah. quests helps, stuff like that. I So far the balance has been tough, but not impossible. There's been a few fights where I've been like, I'll avoid the shit out of this. Yeah. But it hasn't really massively slowed me down okay so it's not like freaking uh because my because that was sort of my problem with uh, one of the one of the few complaints i had about bioshock right was that you had this cool mechanic of oh do you eat the little girls and get lots of power or do you save them you know do you get the moral high ground but get less resource in game but oh, then shit. it turns out that like you just get the same amount for doing the right thing, so hey, it's guys? not really a quandary. Oh, what's up? Uh, we might have to pick this up next time. I got a text from my girlfriend. We got about 10 minutes before the pizza's due for pickup. Oh, that's all good. Like, I was rambling anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, that, but didn't that lead to like a good or bad ending in Bioshock? Uh, it, it did. Yeah, but, but I just it was mean, kind of binary, you know? But I just mean the feeling... The ending is whatever... 
But I think what I find the most like visceral and immersive is when taking the good or bad choice like affects my gameplay. So it's like taking the moral high ground, I'm like, oh, I'm at a clear disadvantage here for doing the thing I wanted to do to be the good guy, you know. I like or that. like Yeah, and, and but that's the thing. But in Bioshock, like I thought I was gonna get that. But then if you do the right thing, they're like Oh, by the way, here's an extra care yeah, package. Yeah. And it's just like the same amount you would have gotten from eating the girl. So then I'm like, this isn't a choice. Why not just be the good guy and save them all? It's yeah, the same. The, uh, you know? Crazily enough, like I, there was a good example of that in Fable 2, where doing the good thing at a certain part in the game would drain like so much of your experience and your abilities permanently that it was yeah. kind of crazy. And that was like, a really good part of an otherwise completely mediocre series. But, um, ah, fuck, I'm sorry to end this so abruptly, but I have got to go, guys. And uh, It's all good. Well, I want to thank you for hanging out with me like this. Would you guys be up for it again in the future? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm down. All like, right. I, I just sitting around talking about games and anime and nerd crap is, like, what I do. All right, all right. Well, I mean, we're going to, yeah, in the future, I'll... Uh, this has been a good debugging thing. Uh, I'm going to hammer out some of the details. I'm going to figure out how to streamline it, what to add, what to subtract. And yeah. so you guys have been a big help. I appreciate it. You might as well like throw this up on YouTube and just see what happens anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Maybe, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I want to I start anyway. adding like music cues and stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> anyway. I just received pizza of my own as well, so like All have right. have a have a good meal. All right, guys, you take it easy. Later on, Alex. All right.